It's time for some coaching. Now, today's episode is a recording from a coaching session that I did with one of my clients. And I'm excited to share it with you all because when you watch or listen to somebody else get coached, what it does is it gives you this back door into being able to coach yourself. And what I mean by that is when you listen to somebody else get coached, your conscious mind believes it's about the person getting coached. But subconsciously, you take in many of the themes, the takeaways, and questions that are asked in the coaching session. And so the result ends up being that you get coached as you're watching somebody else get coached. And so when I ask my client a question, use that as an opportunity to ask yourself the same or very similar question. And in that way, you'll be able to be weaving in the concepts so that they fit your own life from a really conscious place. Okay. So I want you to notice as you're listening to the coaching session, the flow of the coaching session as well. You'll notice there's a cascading effect. It's like the hero's journey happening within the coaching sessions. And this will look different depending on the specific type of session, whether it's more of a action planning session or a mental session or an emotional release session, Uh, but you'll notice it in today's episode. You'll notice that it has the setup where my client shares what's going on, what's wrong, what isn't working. There are some tears uh, in that aspect. And then you'll hear the conflict is introduced. And that's where we can see her competing belief systems are playing out. It's like a, a little bit of a battle happening uh, within where one side feels one way, the other side feels the other. And there's a buildup process that happens. And then there's an the aha period, which is often uh, further in in the session. And it's realizations that come out based on the context that was discussed. So you'll notice then the resolution at the end, which is after the aha, after the realizations that have happened, The resolution includes, okay, what do you want to do next? How do you want to proceed given this information you now have? And so what you'll notice is in the beginning, a lot of the talking is the client. And then midway through, it's pretty well split. And then more near the aha kind of just depends on the session. And then at the resolution, the client's identifying specific action steps as well. And so that gives you a little bit of an overview of the flow you'll probably notice in the coaching session. And in today's specific session, we cover a lot of ground, uh, but this session was recorded in December of 2022. And so you'll hear the client shares about her 2023 goal and uh, her vision for what that is. And so for anyone wanting some advice or coaching on goal setting, this call will be great for you because it's specific to how to set a goal and how to approach the goal in a way that feels good. Uh, We also talk about internal family systems, which is a coaching uh, methodology that can be a way for you to understand yourself by seeing yourself through these different characters that we play with ourselves. It's a way for us to understand the internal dynamics happening within us. And so when my client mentions IFS or internal family systems, that's what she's referring to. Uh, We also talk about the role of greed and wanting what you want and what it means to want. We discuss integrating yourself, bringing all aspects of yourself together. Uh, We talk about that inner protector and how that's trying to help us and also how to use it in a way that's more useful. We talk about how to respond to shame when we notice that we're having a little bit of a shame spiral happening within us. 
And you'll also notice we discuss the role of villains. And so for anyone who's ever felt like they have villains in their life or they're their own villain, that comes up in today's session too. And I think you'll be surprised by some of the takeaways there. Um, That's one of the delighting things about these coaching sessions is as the coach, I also don't know where it's going. And so the client and myself are in this journey together, not knowing where it's headed. And it's so much fun to witness the uncovering. And it's such a delight as a coach to get to do that. It, there are parts that you know might feel uncomfortable as emotions, big emotions come up, but that's all a part of the journey. And so that's one of the things I love about coaching as well is holding that container uh, for the client to be able to express however they are feeling called to express. Uh, so for those of you also who are interested in human design, we mentioned that slightly. It's not a big aspect of today's session, but you will hear it mentioned uh, and the role of the inner authority as us looking to ourselves to find the answers that we seek. So that's where the session goes. And if you have any questions about coaching or about how to get coached, or if you're interested in getting coached, I do have a special offer. You'll be able to apply to have a free coaching session with me. And so since you're a podcast listener, I'm offering you a free coaching session. This is not a consult call. This is not a sales call. It's specifically a 45-minute one-on-one session. You and me, we hop on Zoom and we coach on whatever topic you want to get coached on. The uh, request of that though is the session will be shared likely on the podcast, probably on on my website as well, because we want to spread the power of coaching. We want to help the world benefit by witnessing others get coached. And so if that's something that you're open and willing to do, and you're interested in having a coaching session with me, that's all about you dedicated to whatever you want to get coached on, let me know. You can go to the show notes to get the specific link for a coaching session free, no obligation other than knowing that the recording will be shared. All right. So that's where we're headed. That is what uh, this session will be a great example for you all of what it would be like to do that with me. You'll uh, get to enjoy the session and I'm going to go ahead now and hand it over to the recording so you can witness the coaching in real time. That's one last thing I will mention is the there were no edits made to this session. So this is the raw footage from that session. So nothing was sliced or diced to make it sound a certain way. This is the authentic, real, live, nothing changed about it recording so that you can enjoy uh, the true feeling of what it is to get coached or to be in that session. All right. Enjoy. Thank you for joining today. What would you like coaching on? I would love to be coached on today in regards to how to embody my individuality, my own sense of self, and the goals that carries within that, but also like how to relate to a community goal without losing my sense of individuality and how they can like coexist in the same room, as you say. Okay, great. Do you have a community goal or community in mind that you're thinking of with this? So right now I have my partners, Sean and Cynthia. We have like this, we call it the kingdom, like the values of it, how we want to present to the world and with each other, like how we address with each other, how we deal with circumstances that show up, 
and just strengthening that more. And I, I feel like we've done a really good job in doing that the last few months. I also have my community with my family. And this is the thing, they're all like monocultural, like different little sections. But at I want 20, 2023 to be more like a collision of all these things. So it doesn't feel like I'm compartmentalizing all of them. Why does it feel like you're compartmentalizing them now? Well, in the past, it felt like I couldn't be who I was with the kingdom culture, with my family culture. And more and more so lately, I've been able to like show up as such. Like, I've used Spartan woman to kind of like guide me into it. You know, like I've kind of been like, Spartan woman is consistent in her identity in whichever room she's in. But I'm starting to realize that, yes, that's great. Like she can walk into different rooms and the goals are still separate. But I want to, like, for example, I've, my brothers have not been to my property in Vegas. And I've had that property for a year now. You know, and me realizing that I was like, fuck, like, why, ha why haven't I, like, merged them in? Like, I can have family time and the kingdom together at the same time. Okay, so you you want to take the story from one of compartmentalizing into this cohesive thing. You've noticed you've been doing that with Spartan women and embodying that, but you want to bring it in even more. Yeah, and 2023 is like the year where I'm like, you know, I want to do so many things as an individual too. Like I want to do my art gallery exhibition, you know, and I have to work, not that I have to, but like my goal is to work on 22 pieces and that's going to take time. And right now I'm kind of conflicted because I was looking at my calendar and I'm like, I want to make time for my partners. I want to be a sister. I want to be a granddaughter. I want to be an artist and I want to be all these things. And in my head, I was thinking like, oh, they can only be like in this time frame. They can't all be together in the same time. Okay. So what do you make that mean? Uh, it's like, the way I'm seeing, as I just explained that, is that there's many parts of Lauren that are scattered around, and I want to pick them all up and make them into one whole. How do you know they're not already one whole? I mean, I can conceptualize that they're all in me, as per se. But I don't let them all coexist in the same room, as to say. Okay. Why not? That is a good question. Why not? Maybe I just felt it to be too much of a overwhelming stimuli, too much of a responsibility. Like, I can't be a sister and also a lover in the same room. Like, I can't be... It's very limiting. I feel like for the last four years of my life, I've had a very limiting thought in regards to like, I can't do this with all, like there's, it's not non-dualistic. You can't have one without the other. And I, that's for 2023, I'm embracing more like, yes, I can be sweet, but I can also be spicy. Yeah, you can be sweet and spicy. 
sister and lover. Yeah. You can be it all. But what you're also saying is, and you want to weave them at the same time. So you've been them all, but but it's like one after the other. Yeah, I haven't been like, you know, and I've done a good job of like also showing up. And this has been a good example of like showing up as a woman in front of my brothers. You know, like we're not kids anymore. And they're able to see like a woman that's confident in herself and, you know, self-assured and like gives them an example to be like, oh, that's this is a healthy feminine. You know, and I want to embody that more in every aspect, not just like when I when I'm like in the moment feeling confident about it. Like I want this to be more like a a root like I really want this is a key word. For the longest time I've been focused on I can't or the negatives and for 2023 i basically want to just fall into like i can have it all how does that feel feels really good yeah <laughs> makes me cry just thinking about it i mean i it's new and i don't want to say scary because it doesn't feel scary it just feels like it makes my heart raise a little bit with anticipation, anticipation, like excitement, like I'm eager for it because it's almost like a relief that I don't have to be, you know, bearing or ready for something to change. And I need to put on my other persona to be able to handle the circumstance. I want it to be seamless. One to 10, one being no belief, 10 being 100% confident. How strongly do you believe that's possible for you? 10 is total belief about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like 10 totally. Okay. So if you already believe it's fully possible, then what's stopping it? The fact that I'm making this a 2023 20, goal rather than just a two-day goal. Let's start now. Yeah, I've been just kind of like amping myself up like, okay, for 2023, I'm going to be this. I'm, I'm like... I'm edging myself. I'm not going to jump into it. And I'm just like, I'm actually just ready to fall into this. Ooh, so you've been stopping yourself. Maybe you already are there. Yeah. And I've just been like, oh, no, this is like a big thing that's coming up. And I'm just like not letting myself see that it's actually happening right now. (laughs) Yeah. Is it actually a big thing? No, it's more settling it's just kind of like more ease coming comes into it yeah perhaps the bigger thing is holding it off until 2023 that makes (laughs) it this big big thing i'm like i have all of this like ease that's going to be coming in and i'm here like building it up i'm like okay can't release it until like 2023 (laughs) (laughs) and if you're looking for it to be like this big date I think today's the winter solstice. I'm almost positive. It's like, I I think it's the, so it could be its own trigger into the new, like releasing the old, use that as your, as your cue. If you really want to make it into a, into an event. Yeah. I love that winter solstice. It is. Ah, See, this can be special in some way. 
I mean, any day would have been special, but it's been more meaningful now. Yeah, I guess something else that's been kind of like coming up as of late is the fact that I am celebrating in December 26th, 27th, like a year of recovery from like AA. And it's it's been a lot of self-reflection of like where I was a year ago, where I'm at now. And for me to already be like dreaming or desiring more than what I've already accomplished. I'm like, it's already such an accomplishment, such a goal and such a dream come true where I'm at right now. But I almost feel like greedy, wanting more. Is it greedy to want more? Does that feel true? Not for the new Lauren, but for the old Lauren. Like as I grew up, wanting and desiring more of life felt like such a like something that was a burden. Yeah. So like. Seeing that I've accomplished so much and I'm actually desiring more of life and I want to like grow into more is just also like just a bit of grieving in it, I feel like, of like just grieving, just shame in it that sometimes I feel like I should have been this way before like I should have been wanting more out of life at a younger age and it I just didn't out of survival tactics and now that I'm here I'm like oh this is okay for me to want more out of life this is actually important and I'm like oh so it's just kind of like a lot of mixed emotions in that regard but bottom line I do feel really happy about this yeah So if we think about that, if you want more now, does it seem like then you're saying you should have, you should, you should have wanted this all along and you didn't. And so something, it's almost like making something of the past wrong. Yeah. In the sense of like, I betrayed my younger self by giving up early on. Is that true? Beyond the mind, check in with the body. It's true for her. Like how I used to identify with like all this like this hurt. I feel like she <laughs> she kind of knocks at my window sometimes and she's like, damn. You you really left me in the dust back there. And then and I'm like. I'm just relearning how to live life. Yeah. Experience. And sometimes I talk to people and. They, they're trying to express something very emotional to me. And sometimes I can't tap into that. 
it feels a little bit like I'm, I've missed out on parts of life to be able to connect with them in that regard. So I sometimes beat myself up about it rather than just being like, damn, like, it's okay. Like, you, you can learn now. Yeah. How are you feeling right in this moment? I'm feeling a lot of, and this is surprising to me, <laughs> compassion mm. for myself. You know, yes, it's hard. Yes, it's it's difficult to see that there was a lot of life that I just kind of blurred out and just did not face. But it wasn't just because I just didn't have an interest in living. It just wasn't where I was at. It just wasn't a possibility in the circumstances I was in. Does that part of you that feels a little betrayed, does that part of you want to say something? Rather than seeing, I just feel like she just wants a hug. Yeah. Yeah. She wants to feel like she's part of me and I'm not just pushing her out to be able to live now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is me, that, yeah. Me, me being able to notice when I'm talking to people and they're trying to express something to me and I'm just not able to like tap into it. It's actually her being like, hey, I'm curious because I'm not able to like understand what's going on here, but I think we're capable now to be able to like be curious about it and want to figure out what more is there in life there's just a curiosity and this curiosity i've deemed as something like oh i'm just gonna like put that on the corner like why am i so curious about these things like i should know life i should know how to interact with people i should know how to like engage with people why do you think you should know that It's just a judgment I've had because I've assumed for so long that everybody knows what life is like and they know what they're supposed to be doing. And now I'm realizing that nobody really knows. <laughs> There's no like rule book on how to do life. And they're just as lost as I am, if not even more. <laughs> how, how does one find out those things? By being curious and asking and, you know, engaging with it rather than just being like, oh my God, I, sh I feel like I should know this already. Yeah. You know how they, in class, everybody's having like the same question and nobody raises their hand because they're like, oh, I don't want to feel silly. That's how a lot of things have felt. I can just be like, I'm, I don't know what, what's going on. I want to know more. 
Yeah, the only way to know is to be the the hand raiser. Yeah. Is there something that you would want to tell that part of you then that's worried about being pushed out? it's okay to want more out of life and it's okay to want to be loved and nurtured and that's what we're doing now we're not pushing you out we're trying to actually love you she's just so used to not being interacted with in that manner that it feels like love is more like knives than like a warmth, tender heart felt hug, you know? Yeah. Back to the hug. She just wants yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she actually wants to like be with humans and connect and, you know, feel connection rather than just being like, I crave this so much, but I've never really experienced it. So I don't know how to like engage with it. So I just get scared. I feel like it's just coming to a realization of it's safe to connect. How does that feel? It feels really it feels calming in the sense of I'm on the next level of like a new meaning or visualization of what love looks like. And I know that it will be really nice to engage with. I feel like there will be times that she won't know how to know that it's love. There are times where like someone's looking out for you genuinely and she'll be like, oh, I can, I can watch out for myself. Like, I got myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's happened recently. I mean, Sean and Cynthia and I were walking, like, the lagoon, and this is kind of like an example of, like, we're crossing the road, and Sean's like, actually, no, we were walking down the street, and he's like, hey, I know you're like on your period, like you're in pain and I'm walking fast because we want to get back home quickly, but I can slower my pace down or you can set the pace. And I was like, I am setting the pace. Like I totally just cut off his like trying to connect with me by being like, I am setting the pace. Like I am. Okay. I got myself. Like I don't need you to tell me that I need to feel like you care for me. Like it just, I've noticed it plays out a lot where people are trying to connect with me and I'm just like, I'm like, "Mm, I don't know what you're trying to do, but I am setting the pace for myself and I'm okay. Yeah. So then when you think about 2023 and and your goals and, (laughs) and where you're headed with all of this, 
there's a reason you you respond that way. And we've kind of talked about that a little bit here in, in other sessions. What, what would allow you to have more of what you want if it is around connecting and bringing yourself together? Yes. I think that a big part of it, and I'm grateful because I have actually noticed when it happens in the moment, like for example, when Sean mentioned this to me and I was like, oh, I can set my own pace. Literally a second afterwards, I was like, oh my God, like, why was I so intense about this? Like, why am I, why is there so much emotionality? Like I'm able to catch it now. And we did talk about the IFS, like internal family systems, which I've been able to like work more it kind of allows me to have a framework in which it doesn't make it as personal. Yeah. I'm not as ashamed. I mean, because if I don't have that framework, I'm just ashamed. I'm like, damn, I'm being a, a dick. Basically, I'm just being mean for no reason. And But now it's like, oh, this protector is trying to not let me, Lauren, feel this emotion that the exiled child felt like her desires or needs weren't being met so the protector is like i got you this is how we will function in the world like you don't need to feel like dependent on others because we have this persona that will keep us okay and playing more into that when it happens and outing myself in the moment i feel like it's what what's really going to be the increased grow for me for 2023 and even now because we're starting winter solstice yeah true Mm -hmm. starting now Mm -hmm. (laughs) so you came wanting to to bring all of you into these different settings and what i'm also hearing is the layer the layer within that is bringing all of you to you to do that first to bring the one that feels betrayed in on it and get the hugs that they're after and the protector in on it and get the confirmation that it's after all these pieces within you. Yeah. I also feel like acknowledgement of like kind of just telling the protector because it was doing its job for a reason. You know, for the longest time I've been like deeming my old coping patterns or way of being as something so shameful and so bad. And I'm like, how, how am I being this awful person rather than just being like, that's what this 12 year old learned to do, to be able to manage life. You know, like, of course it's not very developed. It's a 12 year old trying to become an adult at 12, you know, of course it's going to be a little bit wonky, but that's why we, we can look at it and be like assessing, Oh, do I want to continue proceeding like this? No, but we thank you, 12-year-old Lauren, for, like, putting up this, like, shield to be able to face life, you know, make it doable. And then once that feels to be kind of, like, eased out, I can face the exile and be like, this is the emotion that I was so hardly, I was so hard, trying so hard to not face and feel and actually feeling that. I feel like 2023 is going to be a lot of, like, I want all these parts of me that I've just kind of like put away to be brought in and integrated into myself as a whole. What for? Just to have a sense of fullness and peace within myself. You know, Mm -hmm. 
I don't want to talk. I don't want to continue talking to myself the way I used to. And I get better at it when I do this, like IFS and everything, because I can have compassion for myself. I mean, I, sometimes I'm a little bit shocked by how easy it is for me to slip into not practicing any self compassion on myself. I mean, it's like, is this how you would talk to a child? No. Then why are you talking to child Lauren like this? Like beating her with a stick for just being there. Yeah. Do you feel like you know the cues of when you've you've slipped into to not having that perspective with yourself? Yeah, it's it's getting more um, noticeable. Before it used to be so like conditioned that I just fell into it, but now I notice when like I start getting like tense in my body, and this is a thing, a big part of. I used to be so disconnected from my body. It's amazingly crazy to me that I would even notice like feeling like my heart raising. And if I did, I thought I was sick and I was like, I'm getting sick. Something's going on. But now I can notice when like my heart's beating fast and I notice like I'm getting tense or like I start putting my hands in the fist to kind of like pent up the rage. Um, just kind of like those cues. Also, emotionally like in my head i'll be very negative just totally just pessimistic so when i do notice this I, i'm like something that really has been helping me a lot lately has been doing yoga because it kind of like helps me relax a little bit fall more into my body again just then i can journal and talk to myself and fall back into like my flow yeah so everything is layers and what what I'm seeing too or hearing and what you're describing is you had this layer of disconnection within your body. You re you know now how to reconnect to your body and you catch the cues if you start to disconnect. So you get back yeah. into it. And you've also reconnected with these other pieces of you. And so we've reconnected to that. And now you're looking to reconnect to others and bring it into you in different settings. But the fact that you've already done it in these other settings shows us you've already paved the way. You've already paved the way. It's this, it's the same thing. It's just different lens. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I've I've done it enough times now. Probably like it's basically when you're out at sea and you know you're taking the wrong course of like the path, and you're like, I need to go this way. Actually, before I would just be like so stubborn about like I'm just so not wanting to be wrong and quote wrong about how I'm being that I don't want to like salvage myself but now it's like I know that I can tack and find more community more having my needs fulfilled having my support in myself and within others filled I mean before it used to be like I'm just so it's me against the world I need to keep going this way and now it's like I can just tag and find so much more ease in the world mm -hmm. You're raising I mean, your hand. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I need help and that's okay. And not finding like I'm a disgusting creature for doing that. I'm like, actually, it's very human to be, hey, I need help. Perhaps the raising your hand and asking for help is the strength, is the protection. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, I've noticed more and more so lately that when I ask for help and I reach out to others, it really makes me feel more like a human. And I say this because for the longest time, 
growing up, I just felt like a creature. Like I didn't even feel human. I didn't, I wasn't in touch with my body. I didn't engage with people. I mean, I was just very isolated as a child. So I didn't really, I felt like a beast that was put up in a cage to engage with like bunnies. And I'm like, I don't know how to touch this without killing it. So I'm just going to like not. But now it's like, I'm realizing like, I'm actually not a crazy beast. I'm actually a bunny as well. And I'm like, I can engage with them and be like in community and be part of it. And it feels nice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That connection piece, that raising your hand. And the other thing that you said was about the connection that comes from asking for help. And so now it's not about if they help you or if they say nice things to you or if they, it doesn't even matter their response because the protection and the strength comes from you being willing to ask the question for yourself. Yeah. I really do value that, you mentioning that because, you know, recently... I had a an intense week. I mean, and I just could notice myself falling back into patterns and stuff. And I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna like verbalize it. I don't care if they like say it, if they say anything back to me that would like, I didn't have an agenda with how they would respond to it. But I just felt like if I didn't get it out of me, like expressed wise, it would just sink me more. Like I just needed to let it be known that I'm going through this. and it's okay. That's it. I I just did it for myself. It wasn't like I was trying to get a pity party from anybody. I was just like, Hey, this is, I'm just here. And it's hard. And people were like, yeah, I know you're going through a hard circumstance. And I was like, Oh, that's yeah, I am. (laughs) Yeah. So the connection piece then to receive from others Perhaps I'm just thinking like, what's the equivalent of you raising your hand or tacking your boat in these different situations? It's rather than being super hostile like towards myself and shaming myself for just being a certain way to actually being like, hey, I'm noticing this behavior within myself. Let's dive into it. And not just with others, but even with myself. Like if I'm doing something alone in my room and I'm not, I'm like, I can pause and be like, what, what is going on here? Like, I'm, am I on autopilot? Am I being mindful about what's going on? Why am I doing this? That curiosity that we were talking about earlier is actually really important for this type of like development of being like, who am I wanting to show up as? And is this part of it? And if it isn't, let's work on it, feel on it and see what's happening to be able to integrate it and continue. Yeah. Yeah. So then let's think about what's one situation where you're wanting to bring like all these pieces together. What's one situation that we could talk about to see how, how you're feeling about it. It's been the topic of this week more and more so lately. Um, I, been a little bit resistant or a little bit nervous around the fact that I've not worked on my femininity or sexuality and like you know being with myself and I was talking about it yesterday with Sean and I was like you know I have so much shame whenever you point out to me that you're noticing something 
an idle notice at first. And I bring this up because for, in my addiction, for probably three years of my life, I was not even trying to tack any boats. I was just there floating away. And it seemed like Sean cared more about where my boat was heading than myself. And it's hard to deal with that shame in regards to like, damn, I really did not give a fuck about what was going on. I was just going for nothing. And now I have this like almost defensiveness where like I want to be so in charge of my boat that sometimes when others bring it up to my awareness that I need to talk, I'm a little bit like that shame from three years ago comes up and I'm like, I will figure this out. Why do you think we're on this earth with other people? The best growth occurs in relationships. You know, it's, it's, it would be so easy for me to go up in a mountain and be a monk and just meditate for years and not be disturbed by anything. That would be so easy for me. I mean, I could do that, definitely. The biggest challenge for me is in people. But it's a challenge that I'm realizing it's very much needed. It's a challenge that I need to face because I get so much more out of life. I get so much more emotionality. I get so much more deafness to it. Like, just there's just so much to it. It's like flavorful. Yeah. Than if I were just to be up in the mountain and just like zoned out. Well, it's making me think too, if I have spinach in my teeth, I don't get <laughs> mad at myself for not knowing it. I appreciate if somebody says, hey, you've got spinach in your teeth. And whether it's a person or even the mirror that gives me the feedback, we literally, we we literally cannot see parts of ourselves sometimes yeah. without help. And so I can appreciate what you're saying about like being a little defensive now because you felt like you should have seen something in the past that you didn't see. Yeah. But it was like spinach in the teeth. <laughs> There's no yeah. way. Like some things we literally have to be given the circumstance to see it. And sometimes that's the easiest way in. Internal family yeah. system, like you're separating yourself a little bit to be able to see these aspects of you so you don't have the defense. That's what we can use other people for too. Yeah. Yeah, I like that because I've been using the internal family systems for my own. Like when I'm addressing something with myself for myself, but I haven't really applied it for like when someone is trying to point out something to me. I haven't been like, oh, where is this coming from? Like, yes, let's use internal family systems framework now. It makes it less shameful, less personal. And it's more like, oh, this is what's happening. How can we address this? And it's not like there's no emotionality to it. It just makes it easier to feel the emotionality of it without being like drowned by it. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you want to use when somebody calls something out on you? How do you want to use it for you? Well, first, I want to see it as 
genuine care and connection rather than them just attacking me for no reason because it's like people don't just attack you you know that's it's not how the world is people usually talk to you engage with you because they want to connect or there's something they want to talk about so rather than just being like oh this is just a surprise and you're attacking me about being more like oh okay you just this is an individual that wants to engage with me another individual and we're safe to engage with each other we're just two bunnies in a cage and just looking at each other and we'll be like oh how are you doing it's like oh that you're doing this and actually did you know that we're stuck in a cage and we can actually leave right there and me being rather than defensive about the fact that i didn't know that there was an exit to this cage i would be like oh maybe we should try that out that would be great i too would not want to be in this cage let's get out you know and then just be able to be more freely from that it's yeah. rather than seeing it as like something constrictive and like a critic seeing it more as something like to be expanded from yeah yeah perhaps we're on the same team here perhaps we're yeah. bunnies in this together <laughs> yeah the dilemma with this is it does require that that egoic part of ourselves that like wants to be respected to find another way to get respect. It can't get respect from having all the answers. So how how yeah. else could that part of you get respect? For being receptive and coachable and being someone that when others say something actually genuinely listens and it's like, oh, thank you. I value this input. I can apply it. I can choose to apply this as an individual to my persona or I can choose to stay where I'm at, but I have the choice of being seeking more to life. Yes. How does that feel? Yeah. It feels good. I'm not good, but like it feels settled, centered. It feels like And I like what you said about teamwork. We're all in this. It's a team. Yeah. Because it's so easy for me in the past to be like, it's me against the world. And when people would try to say something, I would be like, eh, this is trying to like attack me or something. Rather than just being like, oh, we're all on the same team. We're all trying to learn from each other. Nobody knows what life is like. So let's just engage with each other and see what happens. Yeah, think about like stories need a villain as the catalyst yeah. for change within the hero or, you know, so, so even somebody who seems like they're on the wrong team, maybe in some deeper way, it's for us. It's interesting that you mentioned this more and more so lately, I've had an appreciation for villains because villains have like, they're, they have a meaning, they have a focus, they have a want and a desire, and they're executing it. Even if other people are like, hey, this is not the execution you're supposed to do, they, they don't care. They're like, hey, it could be wrong, it could be good, I don't care, but this is what I want, and this is what I'm going for. And they're shameless about it. You know, they're just like, I will be the villain because this is what I want, and everybody needs a villain in their story. You know, this just, I feel like sometimes the hero. It's quite literally the hero's journey. He's becoming an adult. He's becoming the master of his life. He has, it's like Spider-Man. He's conflicted. He's like, I want to be a student. I also want to save the world. Like, what am I going to do? There's so many, he doesn't know what he wants. And it's like that journey that's so fascinating. It's like where he's realizing what's actually important. And the villains give him that purpose. Yeah. The villains just like, 
this is what I want. This is what I'm going for. And then the hero is like, well, shit, that does not align with what I'm going for. So I'm going to step up into the role of like what it is that I really need to embody. Yeah. Yeah. So if we apply this then to your goal, what comes up for you? It's so interesting. Because it's a little bit like ironic. I'm trying to be more compassionate with myself and everything, of course. But it's almost like I can see the old Lauren to be the villain. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, they they have their ways of being. They have their wants and desires that they've stuck into. You know, they really hold on to it. And right now, what I'm working on is being, it's in my hero's journey of figuring out, like, when these things come up. I can face the villain and be like, hey, reflecting back to myself, like, is this the path I want to continue taking? Or do is this villain trying to show me where I want to actually go, which is not here somewhere else? And then once I defeat that villain, I I can incorporate it into my, like, integrate it into myself. It's like, in this journey, I faced this villain. And... Mm -hmm. I made this choice from it. Yeah. 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 You can, you can use the villain for you. You can almost fulfill the desires that the villain came to call out and say, this is what's missing, or this is what I'm wanting as a cue for yourself. Yeah. You know, in hindsight, I guess this is all just shadow work. You know, we, you know, the villain, it's all stuff that's in the shadow that I need to integrate. And it's only, comes up as the villain so that I in my hero's journey can be like oh this needs to be integrated or oh actually we need to evolve from this because there is a better path that's more within the community yeah so then when you're in a situation and you feel like you've compartmentalized do you know what it feels like do you are you aware in that moment depends sometimes it can be something that's like Like yesterday, I was in the shower and I locked the door like unconsciously. And Sean was like, I got pee. And, you know, and I just like unlocked the door and he's like, What were you doing? And you're masturbating. And it was just a joke, you know? But I made this be like such a, like an invasion. I was like, How, can, how dare you say such a thing like this and that? And I was like, You know, I made it into a whole thing. And I, and then I brought it up to him, which I'm proud of, because in the past, I would have just sat with it and just been pissy about it. So I did notice that I felt uncomfortable. I felt something and I brought it up. And I was like, well, I'm not. I feel like when you engage with me like that, it just kind of makes me feel like my sexuality is shamed or I feel like it makes it close down a little bit more. And he was like, well, it was just a joke. Like my intention was not bad. And I was like, OK, yeah. I guess it's something that I need to work on internally because, you know, it's easy to be like, oh, you shouldn't say jokes like that anymore. Like, you need to change. It's easy to do that. But to be able to be like, yeah, why is your joke? That's just a joke causing me to make so much meaning out of it. And why am I being tormented by my own meaning? Mm, Why am I being tormented by my own meaning? Yeah, I'm like. It's something I need to work on. And I we talked about it more. And, you know, he was like, my intention was not to hurt you. 
So then I realized like, oh, this is something I need to work on internally. Like this is something I need to face with myself. And then once I kind of like in- integrated that, I was like, yeah, there's nothing wrong. I'm not hiding anything. And if I was masturbating in there, it's totally fine. Like it's just normal. So all of this meaning I made came from like something in me that felt shame around if I was masturbating in there or if I was wanting some privacy in the bathroom. It's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But the fact that those emotions came up, the protector came up and was like, your joke really hurt me. I have nothing to do with the joke. It was just more the emotionality that came up from it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So you do know your cues then. Yeah. And those cues. (laughs) I mean, in like in the moment, it's sometimes a little bit like I don't notice the protector is online. But then once I realize it's something I need to work on internally, I can look back at the circumstance and be like, okay, this is what occurred. Yeah. So then let me ask you this. For your goal to feel accomplished, do you have to be catching it in the moment or is catching it afterwards and being like, oh, look what happened? Is that is that awareness a marker of accomplishment of the goal? That is a really big goal. I agree. It is. I mean, I agree with myself that it's phenomenal. The thing is, and I've noticed myself do this quite frequently, is that I have such high expectations of where I want to be that I kind of beat myself up if I don't notice it in the moment. I'm like, that is such such an obvious thing I should have noticed in the moment. Rather than just being like, oh, I'm proud of myself for like catching that and working on it and doing the work to be able to, you know, overcome that feeling or just integrate it. Think about how much you're not noticing right now. Like you don't, you probably don't notice the color of your shirt in this moment or the temperature you're at until I called it out. There's so much we don't notice that we don't beat up on ourselves for not. We've just decided there's certain things we should know and certain things we shouldn't or don't need to know. Yeah. And if we if we wanted to bring human design into this, there are those channels that are our, our design, not our personality, that are unconscious. And so, of course, we don't know. <laughs> Maybe we're yeah. not meant to. Yeah. Especially as like an emotional authority, I feel like, you know, I need to ride my wave. And sometimes in the moment, I'm not going to be able to like catch it, you know? Sometimes I just need to like let it quell down a little bit so I can be like, okay, now we can do some self-reflection. Yeah, perhaps the catching it in the moment, we've just, we've misidentified the moment. The moment isn't in the emotional part. It's in all of the emotion. The the moment is longer than the moment we've assigned it. So it's still in the moment. It's just the moment is a continuum of time. Yeah. I'm like, time is an illusion. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I guess I like this because sometimes I'm like, beating myself up because I didn't catch it in air quotes in the moment like exactly before I even acted on it I'm like beating myself up so I was like damn it why did I even engage like that because I should have thought about it before I even acted on I'm like I would have never known because I can't I'm not like I can't see the future <laughs> yeah yeah there the moment 
is a moot point <laughs> because it could be anywhere. Yeah, no, I like this. And it makes it, it helps me be more like easy on myself. So sometimes I'm like, oh, I can't believe I allowed myself to like fall down in that rut. And then I'm like, why did you fall down in that rut? And I focus so much on the fact that I fall down in the rut rather than like, I notice I fell down in the rut. I asked for help. I reached out. I got myself out of it. And, but I can't appreciate that for what it is because I'm so busy beating the fuck out of myself for being like, why did you even fall in it in the first place? Yeah, that's, that's huge. When we, when we spend all our attention on that, we miss the insights beneath. Literally. Okay, so we'll wrap it up here. Any last words you want to share or anything that way? No, I feel like this is a really great call. Um, I really appreciate this. Yeah, I feel very complete. I was, I got more for what I bargained for in regards to like having a lot of things click with me, which I'm happy about. Um, you know how you kind of have a vision for what you're going to work on, but then you get like so much more out of it and you're like, oh, all of that was in there. Yeah. We go in yeah. the back doors of our own selves and, and discover and stuff. I was like, oh, it's nice. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you.